In the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2, we read these words. And she, Mary, gave birth to her firstborn, a son, and she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room available for them. This, this is how Jesus arrived. Mary gives birth to this tiny baby, and she places him in a manger. Now, we have seen so many nativity scenes, so many manger scenes for so many years that I think the shock has kind of worn off on us. A, a, a manger is a feeding container for animals. It's what animals eat out of. So this is what we should be shocked at. The, the God of the universe visits us in the form of a person, in the form of a baby, and he is placed in a container that animals eat out of. I don't know. From my perspective, this is a, um, highly undignified. And the, the term that we use for this when we think of Jesus' birth, the expression we use is the expression lowly. That is, we talk about Jesus' lowly birth. Now, lowly means like having no status at all. Lowly means to be socially unimpressive. If you were to have walked through Bethlehem that night and you would hear this baby, this tiny baby crying, and if you peeked in the door and there's a Joseph and there's Mary and there's manger baby, there is nothing about this setting that would cause you to go, now those, those are important people. Uh, lowly, Jesus, lowly birth. No status, socially unimportant. Nothing would cause you to go. Those are impressive, important people. But that, uh, that lowly thing, it not only describes the way Jesus arrived, that, that lowly thing describes the way, the way Jesus was. I, I mean, the way Jesus was as an adult. And so uh, let's think about Jesus as an adult. And I, listen, I, I want to I show you something. Uh, in, in our Bible, uh, there are four biographies on the life of Jesus. We call these the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In, in total, there are 89 chapters. And in these 89 chapters, we read of the miracles of Jesus. We read of the, the speeches that Jesus gave. We read of the accusations and altercations that Jesus entered into. In these 89 chapters, we read of Jesus being betrayed by a friend. We read about his death for us. I mean, Jesus dies on a cross to pay off debts that were ours not his. And we read of his resurrection. 89 chapters, uh, miracles, uh, speeches, altercations, death, resurrection. But in those 89 chapters, there is only one time that Jesus describes his heart. One time in 89 chapters when Jesus says, this is what my heart is like. And he uses, he uses two words. Uh, he says, my heart is like this, and my heart is like this. I I'm wondering if you know what those two words are. I'll, I'll give you a clue. Uh, one of them 
is lowly. <laughs> and on that occasion, Jesus would say, my heart is like this. I am gentle and lowly in heart. The full conversation went something like this. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I, I will give you rest. And then he would say, learn from me, for I am, and he used those two words, I am gentle and lowly in heart. And he said, you will find rest for your soul. I am gentle and lowly in heart. When Jesus is describing his heart, he is describing what is most central to who he is. Uh, gentle and lowly. When Jesus is describing his heart, he is describing who he is at his very core. He says, I am gentle and lowly. What I'm trying to say here is uh, we think of the birth of Jesus, and Jesus is placed in a manger by Mary. This is little baby in a manger. We speak of Jesus' lowly birth. What I'm trying to say is this lowly thing did not go away when Jesus became an adult. It's how he described his very essence, his very core, what was at the very center of himself. I am, I am gracious, I am gentle, I am lowly. So uh, what exactly did that look like? I mean, what did lowly look like when Jesus was like interacting with people? And so what I want to do is I want to move over, what I want to do, I want to move over three pages. I mean, that, that uh, story of Jesus' birth is Luke chapter 2, and then you kind of go chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5. Just three pages later, there's a story, there's an incident, there's an event that happens that I think really describes this gentle, lowly Jesus. And he's walking, he's teaching, and a man approaches him. And I think the guy approaches him from a distance because the guy had a condition that was called, uh, that was called leprosy. Now, the, the, the leprosy in the Bible is a term used to describe any number of skin uh, diseases, and uh, this guy approaches Jesus, and he's got this skin disease, serious skin disease, and we get posture. It says he like falls down like in front of Jesus, like with his face to the ground, and he begs Jesus. He really wants Jesus' help. He begs Jesus, and he says this. He says, if you're willing, if you're willing, you can heal me. If you're willing, you can heal me. Now, if you contracted one of these skin diseases, your whole life changed. You were now suddenly on the outside looking in because you would have to move away from your village. You'd have to move away from your friends. You'd have to move away from your family. Your, your, your whole life changed. In fact, uh, they feared that you would come in contact with someone and then they would get what you had. And so not knowing whether this skin disease was contagious, when you were walking down the road, if someone was coming your way, you would have to say something to them. You'd have to look at them and have to say, hey, unclean, I'm unclean. And now they knew that you had one of these skin conditions and they would take one side of the road and you would take the other side of the road uh, to, to be a leper was to be untouchable. To be a leper was to be sidelined. It was to be on the outside looking in. Now, if this condition went away, you'd go and get inspected, and you could return to life as usual. But 
if it didn't go away. Life as you knew it was over. This guy sees Jesus, he recognizes him, he falls down on his face, he just says, listen, if you want to, if you're willing, if it is your wish, you can make me better, you can make me clean. Now, I'm pretty sure that Jesus' heart is going to go out to the guy, but I do have some advice for Jesus, and the advice is, uh, keep your distance. <laughs> Stay away from this guy. I mean, maybe do some kind of a long-distance healing. Well, we not only read what Jesus said to the man, we also get to see what Jesus does, and this is what Jesus did. We read these words. It said, check this out. It says, Jesus reached out his hand and he touched the man. Jesus touched the untouchable. I just wonder how long had it been since anyone had touched this guy, since he had had any kind of personal human contact. Jesus reached out and he touched him. And the man had asked, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus says, I am willing. This is something I want to do. And the man is cured of his leprosy. Now, there was a, an artist, a Renaissance artist, by the name of Rembrandt. And Rembrandt uh, drew this kind of pencil sketch of the healing of the leprous man by Jesus. It's pretty, not an elaborate painting, just a very simple sketch. But he catches Jesus in that very moment where he's reaching out and putting his hand on this guy. But in Rembrandt's sketch, you not only see Jesus touching him, you also see two men in the background, probably Jesus, two of Jesus' disciples, and they're watching him. They're watching what Jesus does, but they're seeing who Jesus is. What they are seeing is the very heart of Jesus. What they are seeing in this moment as Jesus touches this guy is Jesus who is tender, gentle, and lowly. Gentle and lowly. This is what they see. They see that Jesus is not repulsed by this guy's appearance. They see that Jesus does not recoil at this guy's condition. Jesus doesn't cringe at this man's situation, Jesus moves toward him. Jesus connects with him. Jesus touches him. Jesus heals him. Gentle and lowly, he moved toward, made contact, and touched someone who felt untouchable. Back to the Christmas story that we celebrate on Christmas Day. Uh, Mary gives birth to Jesus, places him in a manger because there's no other space. 
Yes, angels announce to shepherds, glory to God in the highest. But when they give directions to the shepherds, they say, over in Bethlehem, you will find this baby who has been placed in a manger, God, in a feeding container for animals. Lonely. He arrived in a lowly way, a lowly birth. But, but that's not just how he arrived. This, my friends, is who he is. I believe Jesus' most natural inclination, his heart, the natural inclination of his heart is to move toward sin and suffering. Jesus does not recoil from you even when you want to recoil from yourself. This gentle, lowly Jesus, I believe that his most natural posture isn't a finger pointed in accusation, but arms that are open, anticipating embrace. This weekend, we celebrate Christmas Day. We celebrate the lowly birth of Jesus. But that's not just how he came. That's who he is. This is the heart of Jesus for us. This is the heart of Jesus for you. And this Christmas, may you draw near to the tender, gentle, lowly Jesus who came for us. Merry Christmas.